This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When your personal investments need help to reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50-plus and your overall investment, tax, and estate planning, and your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. And we have two great uh, portfolio managers for you today. Avi Hooper is here to talk about fixed income market, which is down this year, but could present some great opportunities. And Eden Rahim is going to join us to talk about uh, new discoveries in the biotech market and a way to get biotech in your portfolios with a high income at the same time. You know, with the bond and stock markets both correcting this year, asset values have dropped, but top quality securities continue to pay you some income. As a result of the drop and the continued high income from these, you know, high quality companies, you're getting a higher yield. So what is yield? Yield is calculated by dividing the dividend into the price of the stock. So if you take, for example, uh, Bank of Nova Scotia stock. It pays you $4.12 a share dividend. So back in January, when the market was at its peak, the stock was trading for $95. So if you take the $4.12 and divide by the 95, you get a 4.3% yield. So if you invested in Bank of Nova Scotia at that time, you would get a 4% yield from the quarterly dividends that you get from the company. But now the stock is $75 a share. So it's gone down $20 a share but you still get the same $4.12 a share dividend. So what does that mean? So now instead of getting a 4.3% yield, if you're investing today, you're actually going to lock in a 5.5% yield. So I put together a, a portfolio that, due to the correction, can yield you somewhere north of 7%. Yeah, I said that, 7%. Stay right there. When we come back, I'm going to tell you all about it. I'm Richard Infantino, and this is Primetime Money. Want to learn more about how to navigate the stock markets or how to get the most out of your financial planning? Attend an upcoming investment planning workshop hosted by Richard Infantino of Primetime Money. Every workshop will include top portfolio managers, estate lawyers, and tax accountants who will help you maximize your returns and minimize your taxes. There is no cost to attend the seminars. All you have to do is call Dominique now to register. 1-866-891-2637. Okay, we are back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. And a minute ago, we were talking about a portfolio that, that we put together that can yield you 7%. So I call it the 7% solution. So the portfolio pays you interest and dividends. The 7% annually is the amount that you would get. Um, and if there's any kind of growth, that would be on top of that. So the 7% is just the income. So here's an example that I put together for a client that had $500,000 to invest. So this client, their objective was to be balanced. So we took 50% of the money and we put it into fixed income. So things that had some guarantees attached to them. So GICs and bonds. So that's out of the 500,000, that's $250,000. 
Now, in that sector, you're getting somewhere between four and a half and six percent in uh, guaranteed kind of income. So uh, that would be half of the money. The other half of the money, we decided to go with um, covered calls and different types of investments in different sectors that we felt that would hold up, you know, in an inflationary period and in the period where you could be going into a slowdown. You wanted to invest in quality companies that had the money to be able to pay out the dividends and write the calls on and have all of that. So we focused on financial services, banks and insurance companies, healthcare, energy, and we actually put some into tech and some global dividends. So a diversified portfolio across that for half of the money, and they all pay you a regular income. Now, together, that particular portfolio can produce for you somewhere around $37,000 a year, a little bit over that. So if you divide by 12 months, your $500,000 investment is actually paying you about $3,100 per month in income. So that's the income that you get without touching the principal on the $500,000. So that's a lot to live on. So you can look at it and say, this is a great income. But if you added on potential growth, so say, for instance, after this recession, this market bounces back 30% over the next 10 years, that's 3% a year. If you had the 3% growth on top of the 7% income, that would give you somewhere around 10%. So, And everyone knows uh, at 10% rate of return, your money doubles in 7.2 years. So what you have there is if you keep the money in, you have a good opportunity to double your money over the next seven years. Or if you need a regular income, which is most of the people that would be interested in this type of investment, you can get yourself with an investment of you're going to get yourself somewhere around $3,000 a month. Now, that's the current prices and the current yields that all the investments are paying as of right now. Now, that's all subject to to change, and you have to look at the portfolio and look at your objectives to see if this fits. But this is just an example that I wanted to tell you because what's really happening here is you have a good opportunity on mispriced investments because of a bad market. So a good opportunity came up from a bad market. Now, if you'd like to get a copy and take a look at it and see if it kind of would fit your situation. All you got to do is give Dominique a call now. 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. And I call this particular portfolio that I put together for this client the 7% solution. So again, 1-866-891-2637. And we put together a little handout there for you to give you an overview of how you would structure this 7% solution. But it's a great opportunity today. Okay, stay right there because Avi Hooper is going to, from Investo is going to join us and he's going to talk about the bond market today. And then coming up right after that, Eden Rahim is going to be here and he's going to explain to you a little bit about those covered calls that I was just talking about. Stay right there. I'm Richard Infantino and this is Primetime Money. Has your financial advisor contacted you to ensure that your portfolio is still on track? Richard Enventino from Primetime Money is offering a second opinion service. You'll get a review of your personal financial goals and objectives, a customized investment plan for your current portfolio, estate strategies to help minimize tax. Best of all, the service is complimentary with no obligation. It's time to get your plan back on track. Call Dominique now at 1-866-891-2637. Okay, we're back. I'm Richard Infantino, and this is Primetime Money. So let's talk a little bit about fixed income now. Avi Hooper, who is a senior portfolio manager with Invesco, is joining us now. Hey, good morning, Avi. Thanks for uh, taking the time to join us here today. Oh, thanks very much for having me. 
You know what? Uh, this year has been a very difficult year for fixed income managers like yourself. And we've seen, you know, rising interest rates. And uh, actually, you've had, for the first time in a lot of years, negative returns for uh, fixed income funds and ETFs. Can you explain this whole process and why it happened to the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I, and certainly, you're right. Uh, you know, this year, what we've seen has been pretty extraordinary uh, in terms of the, not only the decline of the rate of change that we've seen in fixed income, but more significantly, the fact that it did not provide the ballast or the diversification to other parts of the portfolio, specifically the riskier parts of investor portfolios like equities. Now, you really have to actually go back to the global financial crisis of 2008 and to take a look at the remedy or the solution that central banks, in particular led by the Federal Reserve, but even prior to that was the Bank of Japan, and the use of quantitative tools in addition to the setting of interest rates. And what this did simply is it really suppressed the level of bond yields and arguably raised the prices of bonds to levels that were as we now know, unsustainable. Now, why did it happen? It is really, truly driven by what has been an upside surprise to the inflation outlook, right? We all know uh, it's been an extraordinary couple of years for everyone. The demand for goods, as we were all locked down, led to supply shortages, right? We live in an economy that historically had moved already from goods to primarily a service sector-driven economy. So the goods producers were not ready. We, of course, then had the tragedy in Ukraine, which continues to unfold. And, of course, this drove up energy prices. So inflation led central banks to raise interest rates more than they had anticipated even at the start of this year. And so what that's meant is, of course, the rise in near-term interest rates has led the rest of the bond market, right? So you've got very short-term interest rates, and you've got interest rates that go all the way out, in fact, in some cases to 100 years from now. Okay. All interest rates rose, which meant those bonds that were issued even a year ago are worth less. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so looking at that and looking at potential for interest rates to go up a little bit more, does fixed income still play a role in people's portfolios today? It absolutely does. And that, that comes back to, you know, really taking a look back, not just in the last year, the last two, but going back to, the, you know, the start of the, the global financial crisis back in 2008. And one thing that hasn't changed as we, we kind of jump forward uh, 14 years is the structural outlook for both the ability of, of our economy here in Canada, but around the world to grow and with it to generate inflation. So as we look forward our view is actually not to look at the environment of, of higher inflation as something that is a structural change. If anything, the structural shift, in our view, remains unchanged. And that is that demographics, by and large, just an aging population, is pulling labor out of the workforce. Mm -hmm. In addition, technology, other forms of automation across all sectors of the economy is what we call and continue to believe is disinflationary. So the current high levels of inflation we think are, if anything, cyclical in nature, by and large driven by higher energy prices, which we do not believe will continue to rise at the same pace. So both less labor means it's going to be harder for our economy to grow. 
And with it, we also think demand and subsequent inflation in the economy is also likely to remain at lower levels in the future. Now, um, with Invesco, the, the, the firm that you're with there, you have fixed income funds there. Could, could you just give us a breakdown of what you guys have, what kind of mandates you have there? Yeah, so Invesco Fixed Income, we are a global asset manager. Okay. And in particular in fixed income, we have, in Canadian dollar terms, almost $500 billion Canadian dollars of assets under management. So oh. what this means for our fixed income investors, we can provide a multitude of different solutions and strategies. Now, my team specifically, we focus on the higher quality or the investment grade rated part of global fixed income man- uh, global fixed income markets. Now, this is really important. As active managers, what we are seeking to deliver is not what you or I could very cheaply get in the market today. There's a lot of products that call themselves fixed income and are really just delivering one small sliver of global fixed income markets, primarily government bonds. What we're delivering is not only the strategy of government bonds, but we believe we potentially could provide better risk-adjusted returns by giving our fixed income investors the multitude of fixed income opportunities globally. So this spans not only what investors can source themselves, but it's really the bulk of the market that most investors would have access to actually quite a limited access to, that institutional managers such as Invesco Fixed Income can deliver. And I would just highlight maybe two products for your listeners to to review, uh, because we all think about ETFs today and tickers. And while we manage these investment-grade rated funds across solutions within mutual funds, the two actively managed fixed income tickers to, to follow are BESG for bond ESG. That's our full spectrum a global focus, a global focus, but with a, a Canadian slant to it. The other ticker is IWB, as in bond E, and that's our global bond solution. And our global bond strategy on the mutual fund side, in fact, has become our flagship product here in the Canadian market. So now that we've got an actively managed ETF, both for our Canadian strategy that has a global focus, but our total global bond focus, we're pretty excited about. So those two tickers, BESG and IWB, would be uh, two great ways to follow our work. Well, that's great, Avi. I know you're busy. Thanks for um, taking the time to join us and giving us uh, great information on what's happening out there in the world of fixed income. Well, my pleasure. Anytime. All right. You take care. You too now. Bye. Okay, that was Avi Hooper. He's a senior portfolio manager with Invesco. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses... All may be associated with mutual fund and ETF investments. The distributions are not guaranteed and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Invesco. Okay, folks, let's keep things going here. And joining us now is uh, Eden Rahim. He's a portfolio manager with Purpose Investments. We asked Eden to join us today to talk about the opportunities that are available in the biotech market. Hey, good morning, Eden. Thanks for taking the time to join us here today. Thank you for having me, Richard. Delighted to be chatting with you. Yeah, it's great to have you. First time on the show. And um, you know what? You've taken somewhat of an atypical route to, uh, you know, getting into asset management. Tell us about your background as an investor in healthcare and biotech. 
Sure. Um, my background is in molecular genetics at U of T in the 80s, and then I traded my way through university. Okay. Uh, landed okay. a job with RBC. I was there for about 10 years. Um, uh, moved up from derivatives analysts and healthcare analysts to portfolio manager. And then uh, I moved over to Horizons uh, for several years where we launched uh, the suite of covered call ETFs. Uh, but at RBC, um, became a five-year, five-star portfolio manager, managing a growth fund and, and three or four other mandates, doing a lot of option overlays along the way and hedging and so on. Okay. And at Horizons, we launched a suite of covered call ETFs. Uh, we, we grew to about a billion across 13 or so ETFs in Canada, United States, and Australia. And uh, then I joined um, uh, Next Edge Capital uh, several years ago to launch a biotech fund. And now I sub-advise um, with Purpose, where we, um, over the past year, we planned and launched um, this, uh, this unique uh, healthcare ETF, which has, you know, it has certain you know, unique qualities that we're trying to provide investors with. Well, tell us about those unique qualities that it has, uh, Eden. Sure. Well, you know, most of the large cap healthcare funds out there and ETFs and so on focus on, you know, a handful of the biggest brand names and so on of, of healthcare companies. Um, you know, we, we do have about two thirds of the fund in those companies, you know, spread across different um, aspects of healthcare, such as, um, you know, um, big pharma companies, managed healthcare providers, payers. Uh, life science and med tech and so on. Okay. What we wanted to offer investors here is basically, um, you know, so those those funds are typically more concerned about generating, you know, extra yield, um, very defensive, 100% defensive, um, and, and, and we appreciate that. You know, we provide investors with that. Um, but we think that because we're at the cusp of a renaissance in drug development and, you know, all these 21st century companies that are emerging in, in med tech and biotech that uh, we wanted to provide investors with about a third of the fund exposed to those great areas that are generating cures and solutions such as we've seen in messenger RNA. So we want to provide investors with a combination of growth and value, mm. capital appreciation and yield, capital defense, and blue sky innovation. And we provide that. So, you know, the natural portfolio yield is about 1%, but we enhance that with an additional 4% from option overwrites. And, and again, our option writing strategy is very different to anything you've seen out there. This is something that we refined and developed uh, 25 years ago. We've actually written papers on it and so on on, on this approach. And we write out of the money options. And we generally write one-month calls because that's where the option decay or theta is highest. But it also allows the stocks depreciate to about one standard deviation. You know, in other words, what the implied volatility of this option says, it can appreciate or decline over the course of a month. So we allow them to move and appreciate without capping them. Right. That's and, the uh, big thing, isn't, isn't it? Yeah, that's the big thing that we've been talking about. And I was earlier on the show talking about putting together a portfolio and adding in, uh, you know, um, managers that do covered call writing. Yeah. And, and, and then in essence, what you're doing with the cover call is a defensive strategy because you're kind of giving away some future growth to get uh, current income. But what you're saying is the way that you structure it, you can almost have both. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. Because, you know, we don't want, you know, a, a lot of the, the cover call funds, you know, they generate a huge amount of rock or return of capital. Right. So, you know, they, they have sort of the advertised yield, but, you know, they're returning your capital to you. You know, this approach is, is the exact opposite. We're, we're trying to generate as much natural yield with minimal rock 
and you get the capital appreciation, and you can benefit from this other sleeve, this other very exciting sleeve of companies that, you know, uh, we've just been through a savage bear market in, in biotech and healthcare over the past 18 months, down right. 65, 70% in the S&P biotech index. Many great companies are down 80 to 95%. We're now positioning in those companies. So investors, you know, the risk reward that they're set up for here is I think it's very, it's tremendous. Right. To, to have, you know, a third of their portfolio in these, you know, they are high beta, but they also generate a lot of option premium as a result of that, right, which they benefit from. Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, you don't want to give that up. Uh, no, Especially now, not today, you know. And maybe, exactly. Maybe six months ago when they were trading on all-time highs. Absolutely. You know, that, was, that was the case. So just um, we've got to finish up now, Eden. What's, what's, the, what's the name of the fund? And, again, what's the, the current yield on it? It's a Purpose Healthcare Innovation Yield okay. ETF. And the symbol is? A fantastic H E A L. Yeal, oh, that's yeah. tremendous. They they really hit it out of the park getting that symbol. That's for sure. Well, Aiden, it was great having you on the show. So next time, what we'll do is we'll kind of talk and get into maybe a little bit more of the names and how you're doing things with uh, the portfolio. I would love to do that, Richard. All right, you take care, Eden. Take care. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was um, Eden Rahim. He's the portfolio manager with Purpose Investments. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund and ETF investments. The distributions are not guaranteed and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds and ETFs are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Purpose Investments. Wow, that's all the time that we have for today. goes by really fast uh, every week here. So if you haven't called Dominique yet, we have that 7% solution. So for those of you just jumping on the show now, the it's a portfolio that we put together that pays... Um, a regular income, monthly income of about um, 7%. And the way that it's divided is a combination of fixed income, so uh, GICs actually, and bonds for 50% of the money. And the other 50% of the money is in um, equities in different sectors. And uh, the bulk of it is using covered calls to give you even extra income and better uh, tax advantages in terms of what you're getting from the uh, distributions. So again, for the example that we did, it was $500,000 and it was paying $37,000 of income a year. And that was giving you about $3,000 a month on the $500,000. So if you want to take a look at that portfolio, which is a diversified portfolio, and again, it's a balanced uh, approach, all you have to do is give Dominique a call and she'll send you out the outline for it. It's 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. And remember to join us next week because I'm going to go over another new item and it's called the uh, comeback portfolio. So given what's happened in the market and the drop that's taken place, you have to take an approach where you want to make a comeback here. And this is where the bulk of returns are made over the market cycles is after a correction and there's great opportunities for you to get in on a lot of these stocks that are trading at a real discount price. And that's where you have to have the mentality to make the comeback portfolio, but I've put one together for you. So I'm going to tell you how to construct a comeback portfolio for 2022 next week here on the show. And Justin Elliott's going to join us. He's with Caldwell Investments, and he's going to talk about the markets as well. Um, remember to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our podcasts are on Apple Music, Prime Music, and Spotify. But all the information that we're talking about here on the show, you can find it on primetimemoney.ca. It's all one word, Money. .ca. Go to that website. It'll show you the seminars that are coming up. You can live stream the um, 
portfolio managers and all the uh, interviews that we do on the show. And there's actually um, calculators there too. So if you're doing investment planning and tax planning, we have calculators there to help you with that or help you with, you know, um, putting money into an RSP or growing your RIF account in terms of how much you're taking out of it, how long is it going to last. All of those calculators are on there as well. And we have a special section called In the Money. So those are the ideas that we talk about on the show with the portfolio managers. So go to primetimemoney.ca. That's all the time that we have for this week, folks. I'm Richard Infantino, and thanks for joining us. This is Primetime Money. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.